0: This is The Jolt Go! with Larry Flick on Sirius XM OutQ. Okay, so the first thing you notice about Alyssa Milano when she walks into the room, soap. I'm skinny for someone who's had two kids. Stop what is the it. Are deal? you kidding me? Look, I what love is, you. What is going on with I you? I
1: love you. Bless your Tiny. heart. Tiny. I still have 10 more pounds to lose to oh. get back to my you pre-pregnancy know what? weight.
0: You know what's really annoying when skinny people tell a fat guy, <laughs> I
1: got 10 more pounds <laughs> to lose. I'm not really, skinny girl? right now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. do not do not mislead your, your listeners. No,
0: because we all saw... You obviously ate when you were pregnant. I did. You were enormous.
1: 172 pounds.
0: It was hot.
1: Thank you. I owned it for sure. It was hot. (laughs) I
0: remember watching you on Project Runway All-Stars thinking, that child's going to just splat out of her onto the runway. (laughs) We
1: all thought that too. They would put you in the tightest (laughs)
0: little things. And what was that? There was one week they were up in the air.
1: That's right. I was up in the air. Yeah, they had me do all sorts of silly stuff while I was pregnant. But I had a great time working, you know. With my first pregnancy, I didn't work at all. I did. I was very zen. I did yoga mm. five times a week and ate all organic. And and with Bella, <laughs> I worked up until two weeks before I gave birth. I ate New York pizza and bagels and
0: total second child itis. Yep. Yep. And by the way,
1: she's more zen than he ever was. Well, so. yeah
0: because uh because you just let it all out.
1: Exactly. I was so relaxed.
0: You were just like yeah. And yeah, you were but well But I
1: was having contractions while we were shooting the finale. That's how close it got. Wow. <sighs> yeah.
0: You I just I watched cuz I, I I watched every episode cuz I'm an addict. And I just kept thinking, this child is getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> is she giving birth to a toddler? What is going on up in this she piece? She almost
1: eight pounds. So, yeah.
0: Wow. A toddler. Well, well, bless you and Thank her. You. Thank you. So, Alyssa Milano has, as always, many, many things going on. She's one of those. She's You work like the rent is due. We I, say well, that. the rent
1: is due. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and so, she is here to talk about a bunch of things. She's a... Uh, she is uh, working with Sprout, which is a children's network, uh, about to celebrate its tenth birthday, and it was uh, just uh, acquired a couple of years ago by NBC Universal, and it's having what they call a refresh, and there are going to be new shows and a lot of new content, and um, and you are you are immersed in this world.
1: I'm the mom ambassador.
0: You're the mom ambassador. Yep. just How too cool cute. is that title? That's too cute for me. Yeah. Words.
1: So they did this whole like um, animated campaign, and I was able to do all the voiceovers for it. And you know, my son being four years old, this is right in his wheelhouse right yeah. now. So I'm just thrilled that he will be able to watch his TV programs and hear Mama's voice. It's That's cool. adorable. Yeah. It's, it's That's very, a- it's very cool.
0: What's he like as four?
1: Um, he's really athletic, really boy. Like yeah. Yep. Very. Yeah. He had his first little league game last weekend, <gasps> and that was adorable. Oh my gosh! He got a single. It's actually like not a tee ball. They have umps and the coaches pitching smear. the whole thing, which I was stunned. I was like, wait a minute, there's no tea. Um. And he's very thoughtful. He's very verbal. Mm. He's always been very b- verbal. Um. He really loves school. Um. And he loves his sister.
0: That's really neat. He loves his sister. He's going to well, we be, worked, gonna be very, a protective uh, big brother. We
1: worked very hard because I was so terrified that he was going to be jealous or have that whole thing. So David and I worked very hard. We called throughout my pregnancy. We called the baby Milo's baby. And he used to come to doctor's appointments with me. And we, we uh, pinned up sonogram pictures in his bedroom. Um, so we worked really. And then someone had told me, and I really think this works. Um, that the first time Milo sees the baby, not to be holding the baby, but to leave the baby in the bassinet, so he can discover her as his own, rather than me having the baby in my arms mm. and thinking, "Oh, is that Mama's new baby?" Was yeah, that me? And that's all what that. Mama
0: used to do with me. Yeah, she exactly. doesn't do with me anymore. Exactly. So,
1: um, yeah, it's he's very just, smart. He's crazy about her. We tried to be very thoughtful about it, um, but because, that's also
0: very primal.
1: Yeah, isn't maybe. it? Because yeah.
0: you think about you think about how primal animals initially connect through discovery and scent mm-hmm. and all of their senses without being told, right. they just kind of find it, and it's more natural and ultimately more um, pure.
1: There are so many things that I've learned uh, about our primal behaviors, yeah, um, from having kids, uh, things that I you know that. You think at forty, you know, in your forties, ah, I, I, I got, I, I kind of get the gender things, but then you have one of each. You have a girl and a boy. They're so drastically different for different reasons. Um, and you, even just the way father's parent versus the way mom's parent, uh, it's, it's just really, it's fascinating to me. You
0: know, it's funny because as you're saying, uh, the first thing that came to mind is, and that's why we should take our kids seriously if they say they don't feel like a boy or a girl.
1: Exactly. Because, That's exactly right.
0: Because our primal instincts tell yeah, us and we're, we're, who we really are.
1: And I'm sorry, what what three- or four-year-old just makes that up? No, we have to listen to them. We have to course. listen to them. We they're have not to conditioned to socially to be one way or the other. They no, they're they're are not. who they are. And by the way, that goes with every aspect, not just gender identity, but every aspect,
0: Indeed. You know? So uh, that's Alyssa Milano. Now the um, the uh, Sprout uh, Network is uh, is up and running. Now the uh, the um, the program is called the Good Night Show,
1: right? There's a bunch of programs. But
0: that's one that I'm looking at here right now on my list. there's a bunch of programs. That actually has Rita Moreno as the grandma. Nina's World Mm -hmm. and
1: Sydney Sailboat. And then there's shows like uh, Super Why, all sorts of shows. I
0: don't remember this kind of stuff when I was a kid. I was a kid during the 60s and 70s. What
1: shows did we have when we were kids?
0: We had Sesame Street.
1: Right. We had... Mr. Rogers?
0: Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers scared me.
1: He did? Oh, I loved Mr. Rogers. He
0: was very... To me. We
1: had electric company.
0: Electric company. I had Captain Kangaroo.
1: Right. I so Captain this Kangaroo. is, you know, this feels this a little like bit a, more
0: expansive.
1: But it's an entire network. Imagine if one network carried all of those. I know. Shows. I love it. Yeah. It's it's brilliant. And to and for our parents, have a the peace of mind to be able to turn on Sprout and know that my child is getting not only um good programming but programming that we can talk about because yeah. they're really about um the small things that then later become big things. And those are discussions I think that are important to have with your kids.
0: That's really neat. That's really, really neat. Um, I'm curious, you know, it's funny because um, I was looking at your website, um, Alyssa.com. And um, there's so many, there are so many neat things going on there, but I also thought, and, and, and you're, you're so, um, I want to talk about your, your, your animated novel uh, in a moment. Um, but I, all I could think was so much of, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that's geared toward younger people. You know, there's the video for Sprout, uh, the, the, the Sprout Network. You've always been, because you have this other thing called hashtag hacktivist. Mm-hmm. and And you've, but you've been at the forefront of keeping the internet on the up and up for many years because you've been not always... On the yeah, way, end mean, of the way people treat but one another.
1: I think that I was lucky enough to be surrounded by people that recognized that the internet was going to be a big deal. Yeah, a long, long time ago, and so how uh, we have uh, established um, that place for for my fans and for me has always been very important. Activist is my graphic novel, which really doesn't have anything to do with how I do internet stuff, but it, it's um it is kind of it's it's well the, the premise of hacktivist is really if imagine if uh Jack Dorsey or Mark Zuckerberg were arrested for being the leaders of Anonymous. Um that's kind of what it, it's about. Um because I do think that it's very uh interesting how social media and technology is being used to create social change throughout the world as a tool to give you know the voiceless a voice and to uh organize these these uprisings and and um really the internet allows uh a moment to be a movement
0: how do you how do you view the way things have changed because i remember reading uh articles uh and, and seeing interviews that you gave about the dangers.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's still dangerous. And
0: it was more dangerous than ever from yeah. my point of view. Yeah. Actually, I find it, its to me, it's far more the wild, wild west than it ever was. Absolutely. What, what, what are your concerns right now?
1: Well, I will say this. From a preschool age, I've had my son in a computer class um, because I don't think there will ever be a world that he doesn't exist without it. So I want it to be... I want him to learn all of those dangers as if he were learning his ABCs because I think they're all super important lessons. Um, And, I mean, there are a lot of great things that have come from this world as far as technology and the Internet and social media goes. But I think it's just about having boundaries.
0: What what are your thoughts or are your thoughts different about or your concerns different about what Milo uh, is going to face versus what Bella is going to face
1: Um, you know I just don't know because she's so young and I almost feel like parenting is scary no matter what you're doing what gender Um, I hope to raise her as savvy as I've raised him obviously there's no issue there of course Hopefully she'll be well equipped uh, to deal with whatever she has to to deal with. But I don't I don't know if it's more so for girls. Or you don't think it's or, more
0: predatory toward toward uh, girls?
1: I think it's predatory towards young boys too. There's mm-hmm. a, there's a lot of people that that go after young boys as well. I don't think it's a gender issue. I think it's just a safety issue. Have you ever?
0: Uh, obviously, there. You know the 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 decision to have children is a very personal one and one that has to do with things that are none of our business, but in the grand scheme of the world, um, have you, have were there you,
1: ever moments I didn't want kids? Well, was the there, were so there, scary? Were yes, there ever but... moments
0: where you and your husband thought, yeah, maybe we should not do this oh, or, sure. or were you, where you, you know, especially now that your son is a fully, you know, he's a, he's a person.
1: Yeah. He's a person for sure. It's terrifying, uh, to be a parent, <sighs> people say all the time oh it's it's so rewarding it's so beautiful it is rewarding and it is beautiful but the blanket feeling is just fear <laughs> because it is such a scary place yeah. um and you don't want to uh you want to raise good people good humans um luckily i think because we are so primal uh, that whatever whatever I have in my brain of all the reasons that I shouldn't have had children as far as the state of the world and and where we are and why would I want to bring um luckily my my the biology of who I am as a woman and my heart as as a woman wanted children desperately mm. so that that one
0: well that's a good thing yeah I think it's a good thing I do a- too. Alyssa Milano joining us here on the jolt onm Larry Flick um how do you make sure, this, is, this may seem like a silly question, but <laughs> I'm famous for silly <laughs> questions, um, that something like Sprout doesn't become so parental, uh, so, so advocated by parents that it becomes not enticing to kids because there is a little bit of that rebellion even, the, even a small child will, will reach for.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know that anybody really thinks about that when they're doing programming for any network. I think really, you do the best that you can, um, ethically, putting out what you think uh, parents will want their children to watch, because it is all in the parents' control at this point, mm. um, and hope you know that they get good things from it and don't feel like they need to rebel from it. I feel like there's plenty of time to rebel after their toddler years, right?
0: <laughs> you would hope. You would hope. I just, I'm, I, I, you know, it's funny because I have such admiration for parents because I decided a while ago that I could not do it. Yeah. As much as I love children, I couldn't do it. I, it's I'm, not for everybody. I'm too neurotic.
1: It's scary. It's really <laughs> I'm scary. way too neurotic. It's really scary. Every parent knows that fear. Too. Yeah. But it's good that you recognize that because you know maybe. Maybe it would have been not happy for you.
0: It, yeah. What do you know different? What do you know new about yourself in uh, in the year since you've become a parent?
1: I mean, the first thing that popped into my head is my capacity to love, and it, not only my first child, but then you have this fear of, oh God, I'm going to have a second child. Am I ever going to be able to love the second child as much as I love the first child? Right. I don't know if I can give any more love. And then you have the second child and you look at that baby and your heart just doubles in size. So the capacity to love where you kind of feel like you reach a plateau when you're a parent, that's always growing.
0: So how does um, all of this inform your own life as a as an artist, as, a, as an Every actor? Every single
1: way. Possible,
0: in in what way? What well, has it changed you?
1: Um, I'm a parent. That's all that matters. Um, in how I take jobs, and um, how I leave jobs, uh, it's vital for my um, kids, for my family, that I'm home as much as I possibly can be home. Um, and if that means that I'm not going to work as much or work differently, um, then I'm okay with that they're my priority. I'm a parent before anything else. It's got to
0: feel really good.
1: It does actually. It takes a lot of pressure off. I was going
0: to say that sounds <laughs> really it sounds even It the, does it,
1: because I feel like before I had my kids, I was always striving to to prove myself as a as an actress or as a whatever uh, or you know, an artist. And now I have these kids and all I have to prove to myself is that I'm raising good kids. Mm. Um and that's all that's all that matters. To me, at this point,
0: is there is that
1: might that's not to say that it might change in a few years, but right now, when they're four and one, my job is to be the best mom I could possibly be. Well,
0: again, it's primal instinct, isn't it? You know that they need you, whether you it's psychologically or in your gut and in your heart.
1: Totally primal. We are, um, we are prewired to not want to leave our babies. Mm. That's why moms, you talk, you hear about moms talking about guilt so often that mommy guilt because they have to go back to work, it's because that we're pre-wired to not, to stay in the cave with our babies.
0: But you're still working a lot, but you're doing very different work.
1: And I, I'm doing work that I can take them with me.
0: You're doing, yeah, like this, uh, we only have another minute left, but the, but I, I do want to ask you about Hacktivist. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious to know what that process was like for you, because it's a very different creative endeavor.
1: Pretty much the funnest thing you could possibly do. Um... So when you do a graphic novel, right, the first step is to obviously hire the team, the writers, uh, the art, you know, the the artists, the letterer, the colorist. And then basically anything goes. If you want to... There are no boundaries. If you want a helicopter chase, you don't have someone telling you, oh, we can't do a helicopter chase because that's a lot of money. You, anything you can dream can be achieved in a graphic novel it's and amazing it's so fun
0: it's amazing it looks really cool uh, i'm going to show my age and tell you that i was looking at it uh this morning and all i kept thinking was that it reminded me of dick tracy
1: oh well that's good you i'll know. take that <laughs> there was something kind
0: of like really rich and old-fashioned yeah that's it,
1: marcus toe our artist is so brilliant and that's part of the reason why uh I felt like he was the right guy is because he's very traditional in how he's draws. classic classic comic. But yeah. the
0: content is very now, which is really neat. Alyssa Milano, it's always so good to see you.
1: You're the wonderful. You're, I love talking to you. You're Thank you're you. just the sweetest, Thank the sweetest.
0: You. Um, go to Alyssa.com and learn more and look for Sprout as it unveils its brand new slate of programming. Hashtag Hacktivist is uh, is available. Get it. And um, are you doing another project when we all start?
1: Yes. They start airing in February. I'll Uh, probably be back. I'll see you then. Please?
0: Yes. And she'll be 10 pounds lighter.
1: (laughs) Hashtag annoying. One can only hope. Stick around as come. Hashtag hope.